Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Couple Next Door. Written by Peg Lynch. And starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. child. Oh, I think she's upstairs with Mary Lou. I think they came in. At least something sounded like a herd of elephants going up the stairs. <laughs> well, speaking of elephants, Betsy, your mother's here. Speaking of elephants, did you know that there were some twins in the girls' class that once lived in Africa? Two little girls, Judy and Jane. Oh, yes, I think Mary Lou said something about them. <sighs> Maybe this isn't news to you. Maybe you knew all about it, but we just found out last night about all this language business. Found out what? What language well, business? Haven't you noticed that Mary Lou and Betsy have been talking sometimes in a, well, a, a funny way? I mean, it, it just sort of sounds like gibberish. <laughs> oh, yes, but my goodness, didn't you do that when you were little? We did. We pretended we were talking another language. Well, Elna, that is not what the children are doing. That's what we thought, and Betsy kept insisting that it was a real language, and... Well, I confess I got kind of mad, so we pinned her down and asked her to really say things in this language. And she did. Oh, come now. Children have such imaginations. Eleanor, they are speaking Swahili. I beg your pardon? Yes, Swahili. We called Miss Banks, the principal of the school, you know, last night, and she said, yes, the Jones twins had lived in Africa. Mr. Jones was a mining engineer or something, and she thought they spoke Swahili. Well, you could have knocked us over with a feather. Swahili? Yes. And Miss Banks was going to let us know today where the Joneses lived so we could call them tonight. Really, we have just... Why, 
I can't believe it. Why, I thought the children had just picked up that nonsense from one of those jungle movies or something. Well, I'm telling you, they... Oh, there you are, dear. Come on, Betsy, get your coat on. Do I have to go home right now? Yes, you have to go home right now, honestly. (laughs) Nearly dinner time, Doc. Oh, Betsy, say something for Mrs. Beitner in Swahili. Say, uh, hello, how are you? Yambo, haligani. <laughs> now, now say, uh, uh, what was one of the others we asked? Uh, I'm tired. I think I'll go to my room and sleep. Nichoka, nitaka, kowenda, chumba, yangu, nakulala. Why, I can't believe it. That's a language? Yes. Swahili and our daughters apparently speak it fluently. <laughs> A man named Pat Buttram was wowing a local audience until CBS Radio threw him the cue. Now he's entertaining all America with his Monday through Friday just entertainment. The same thing was true of a humorist cutting up for Washington and New York audiences. It would have been a shame if Arthur Godfrey had remained purely a local phenomenon. It was the same story all over again with that wonderful raconteur Galen Drake. He was too good to be exclusive in one listening area. These men, originally on local stations, are now part of the backbone of your weekday listening on America's most listened-to network. Only a network like CBS Radio can bring you worldwide news coverage up to the standards of CBS News. Only a network like CBS Radio can support the kind of national entertainment schedule heard every week on these stations. But affiliation with CBS Radio is a two-way street. The public gets the dividends. When a local station develops an Arthur Godfrey, Galen Drake, or Pat Buttram... And he graduates to CBS Radio to entertain all of America. Somebody at the front door! Yes, yes, I'm getting it, Aunt Effie. Oh! Uh, Mrs. Piper? Yes? Well, my name is Jones, Randy Jones. And Mr. Piper called me earlier this evening and I said I might drop over after dinner. You might drop in. I'm afraid the house is a mess. A dear? Come here. Mr. Jones is here. Oh, here, goodness. Let me get your hand. Mr. Jones, dear, you know that you called about Well, how do you do? How do you do? My gosh, it's very nice of you to drop over. I was hoping you would. Well, come on in. Come on in. Sit down. Why don't you take that chair over there? Oh, thank you. Most comfortable one, I guess. Why didn't you tell me Mr. Jones was dropping over? Oh, darling, relax. The house looks fine. Now, stop racing around picking up newspapers. Yes, Mr. Jones has seen papers on the floor before. Yes, I think so. I guess so. Who's at the front door? Oh, oh it's, it's all right. It's all right, Anna. If you, my oh. goodness, all this excitement. This is this is my aunt, Miss uh, Sorensen. Oh, oh, my goodness. Mr. Jones, Aunt Effie. How do you do? Don't worry about your apron. I guess Mr. Jones has also seen women wearing aprons before. In fact, I guess Mr. Jones has traveled so much he's seen about everything, haven't you? Well, I've, I've been quite a few places, but there's always something new. Oh, are you the Jones that lived in Africa? That's right. And I was uh, rather fascinated when Mr. Piper called me this evening. I knew, of course, that my twins, Judy and Janie, picked up Swahili rather easily when we lived there, but I had no idea they'd been teaching it to their little school friends here. Well, Mr. Jones, all we know is that that Betsy was chattering in what we thought was some nonsensical language that she had made up. And I'm afraid I scolded her because she kept insisting that it was a real language. Well, it is a real language, all right, now. 
I came over right after dinner in the hopes that your daughter had not gone to bed yet. As I said, I'm rather fascinated that she picked it up, and I was wondering how well she spoke it. Well, I don't know. She's undressed, but I think she's reading in bed. I told her she could another ten minutes. And just a minute, and I'll call her. All right. Betsy, put on your <laughs> yeah, well, I must say, Mrs. Jones, that you are not as fascinated as we are. I'd say flabbergasted is more of the word. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Come on down. You see, Swahili is really not a written language. It's uh, almost entirely a phonetic language. Oh. It's spoken perhaps by 100 million people throughout Africa and many coastal ports of Arabia and India. Mm. Actually, if you learn a few simple basic rules, even with a limited vocabulary, you can make yourself understood in no time at all. I think it would be a little more complicated than that for me. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 really. For example, now, Swahili doesn't have any complicated rules of grammar that most languages do. Now, in English, we would say, I am hungry or I am sick, but in Swahili, you merely say, I hungry, I sick. Oh, yeah. Now, supposing in English I would say we are going on uh, we are going on a journey to hunt animals. Mm-hmm. Well, in Swahili I would say "Sisi twenda safari quinda nyama." Literally translated is uh, "We go journey hunt animals." My goodness, oh, yeah, <laughs> that sounds yeah. just like the movie. <laughs> yes, I, I always <laughs> thought they were making all that up. <laughs> me Tarzan, me go shoot tiger, <laughs> me come back three moons from now. <laughs> Well, I'm not an authority in what they do in the movies, but <laughs> most of these languages are basically simple. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. Now, this is our Betsy. Come in, dear. This is Judy and Janie's daddy, and, and he was interested. Uh, Kwahiri? Kwahiri. Uh, Yambo Haligani? Najema. Asante. Siku mam wenzi nagapi. Jibu now. Siku mam wenzi nagapi. Tano siku. Ah, Emma. Sasa. Ehisabu kumi tafapali. Oh, Maja, Mabili, Tatu, Ne, Tano, Sita, Saba, Nani, Tisi, Kuma. Asante. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> well, I take it you two understand each other. Yeah, oh, perfectly, yes. Well, that's nice. <laughs> well, is it too much to ask if you let us in on the joke? Honey. Well, I mean, it gives me a weird feeling to sit here listening to my daughter spouting all that stuff, and I don't know a darn thing she's saying. Well, I just asked her to count to ten, but uh, I know exactly how you feel. The truth is, my twins picked it up quicker than I did, and frankly, I found it rather embarrassing. Mm. Well, you can imagine. Whenever I wanted to speak to a native, I had to get my five-year-old kids to be interpreted. For me. Oh, dear, yes. <laughs> and well, my wife and I buckled down. We got hold of a booklet called Quick Swahili, and did we study? <laughs> I tell you, we had to. It's self-defense. Every time one of the twins spoke to the other, uh, she'd speak in Swahili, and we didn't know what they were saying. And don't think they didn't know that we didn't know, too. They drove us crazy. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. Good heavens, and I know what you mean. Yeah. Betsy is beginning to do that with Mary Lou when they're <laughs> over here. <laughs> yes, you little dickens. And it drives me a little crazy not knowing what they're saying. Well, knowing my experience, I thought you might be going through the same thing, or you will. Anyhow, I can tell from the twinkle in Betsy's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, brought you over our booklet. It's Quick Swahili by Aww. George Sutton, Jr., and he was an explorer in Africa, and I suggest you... Uh, brush up, shall we say? Brush up, yeah. We better do something. Yeah. <laughs> you run on back up to bed, Betsy. Say goodnight to everyone, dear. Quahiri, Mr. Jones. Uh, Quahiri, Betsy. Quahiri, Daddy and Mommy and Aunt and Effie. Mm. Quahiri. Ah, uh, yes. We've got to go Quahiri, Quahiri. And Effie, go on. Say it. <laughs> oh, now, don't start that, Aunt Effie. Come on. Say Quahiri. <laughs> Quahiri. Very good. <laughs> now, I'll be glad to give you all your first lesson. Oh, now, wait. Wait till I put on some coffee. Honestly, at my age, learning Swahili. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
return to the couple next door in just a moment. This is Pan American Week, celebrating the 69th anniversary of the Organization of American States. CBS Radio and its affiliated stations salute with personal pride the 21 American republics cooperating through the Organization of American States to wipe out illiteracy, control diseases and epidemics, train significant humanitarian efforts. All honors are due the OAS for 69 years of ever-expanding results, advancing the standards of civilization throughout our hemisphere. For heaven's sakes, why do you get discouraged right away? Look, I should be spending my time brushing up my French and learning some Italian if I'm going on a business trip to Europe, not sitting here trying to learn something I'll never use. Well, I... I think it's fun. I'm going to learn some of it. Mr. Jones was absolutely right. That's mm-hmm. exactly what Betsy and Mary Lou have started to do. Speak this Swahili in front of me, knowing I can't understand it. It's absolutely infuriating. Yes, but what does that booklet do? It's put out for people going on safari. Well, I know it, but there's a dictionary in the back, so we can look up words we need. Oh, here's a sentence. Listen to this. Mm-hmm. There is lots of wind today. Very bad for shooting elephants, but I want you to be ready in five days with 50 men. <laughs> How do you say that? Ayuko, <laughs> Yupepo, Mingo, Leo, Mabea, Sano, Kuwindo, Temba, Nitaka, Tiari, Siko, Tano, Yawatu, Hansini. <laughs> I'm going to learn that. I can't wait to spring it on my sewing circle back home. Let me see the book. Here, here. You take it. I'll take these coffee cups out. Well, I'll tell you this much. Knowing a smattering of Swahili isn't going to do much good in Europe this summer. Be far better to study French and really know something about that. Oh, but... I don't know. I think maybe this is better. Why, if some French customs man starts chattering at me, I'll just babble right back at him in Swahili. Here, here. Mombia buona, miku bwa, nikwenda, nandi, shamba, kuik pa, simba. Now I'll rock him back on his heels. What does it mean, Aunt Effie? Oh, it means, tell the master I'm going out into the country to shoot lions. The <laughs> French customs. You've got to do that, Ed. If he'd be willingly funny, he wouldn't know what you were saying. You would be Boy, I tell you something. The thought of going to Europe with you two is beginning to alarm me. (laughs) Do you suffer from poison ivy and poison oak? then you must be tired of itching discomfort, of messy salves and lotions. Stop IV poisoning before it starts. Just take Aqua IV tablets, the amazing new tablet that can give you season-long immunity to poison ivy and poison oak. It's a fact. Aqua IV tablets can give built-in protection against poison ivy and poison oak that lasts all summer. Just ask your druggist for Aqua IV tablets. They're sure and safe. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Francie Myers, Margaret Hamilton, and Nelson Olmstead and is produced by Walter Hart.